0: Time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant Glenn Mosseller. Thanks for being with us this week on the Retirement Roadmap. Walter Storholte here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. You can find Glenn in the office there in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road or online at any point in time. At GreensboroRetirement.com, Glenn. Today we're talking technology and financial planning, and certainly technology has changed the way that you know we do everything in life, and it's also been impactful in the financial planning world. I want to discuss some of the pros and cons of those different pieces of technology that have entered the fray? And, you know, where they might continue to impact us in the future. I know it's an ever-changing landscape out there, but we can certainly look at the impact that some of these developments have had on the world of financial planning over the last couple of years. First and foremost, I'll throw it out there, search engines like Google, they've put so much information at our fingertips. How do you think Things like Google have, you know, changed the industry.
1: It's a major change, isn't it? I mean, you know, now, like you say, I mean, you, you turn on your computer and, you know, you just, you bring up the web browser and you, you, you just type a couple things in and then everything is there or you might even do that on your phone. And so it's kind of a double-edged sword, you know, as, as technology as I see it, kind of the conversation what we, you know, we'll have today is, is that there's a lot of good things and a lot of pros and a lot of cons it's good to have more information absolutely it gives you the ability to find more details and and that's always a good thing the challenge is is that just about everything in the world is out there and and the key question is is well you know how do you filter those things out and how do you figure out exactly what applies to you and what doesn't apply to you and you know and and if whether or not the information that you're coming across is accurate you know sometimes it is sometimes it isn't and the other thing that kind of rears its head in general is is that there tends to be kind of this constant theme of, well, everybody should do blank, you know, and, and then it, and it tends to lead folks to a one-size-fits-all mentality. And really, that's really dangerous, particularly when we're thinking in terms of when we're in the preservation and, and particularly in the distribution phase, when we're really thinking about income planning and what resources do you have and what are your goals, your situation is going to be vastly different from the next person or the next couple and you want to make sure that what you're listening to and and what you're what you're reading about is really applicable to you and it really is is going to serve you in your best interest.
0: Yeah, I think that's hugely important is to remember just how much Information is out there and and some of it's good, some of it's bad, some of it's verifiable, some of it's not. We've got to always keep that in perspective. With the rise of information, we've also had the rise of the robots, Glenn. What about robo-advisors? What are they? How prevalent have they become? And do you view those as a good or a bad development for a lot of people?
1: Well, again, Walter. I mean, you're seeing it more and more, especially when it comes to, you know, when people are putting money away into their uh, into their retirement plans at work and so forth. And you know, w- when you're thinking about it, it's in essence they're kind of creating that one size fits all. Well, if you if you fit this uh, profile, then this is the way you should invest, and this is the way you should put your money, you know, and position it for for the future and so forth. And again, that can be a double-edged sword. You know, it it's probably if it has the more utility it has is probably for the accumulation years because what you're really trying to do is put the money away and if you're thinking that it's you know maybe 10 15 20 years or more out there you know then then when you're when you're you know putting your money away if you're thinking more in terms of hey i'm i'm in a growth phase then that that's relatively you know, simple as it were you know i mean i i hesitate to say that anything is really simple when it comes to the you know financial world but but that is easier than it is than the preservation and the distribution phase and so when we're in those phases of life it really depends upon what resources you have and you know and 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 how much income you need, you know, when are you going to retire, what about your spouse? There's a lot more questions and a lot more variables that come into play when you're approaching or if you're in the retirement years, and it's very difficult for somebody to say, well, I'm just gonna look to the robo-advisor to just give me exactly what I need. It needs to be more built for you and built for your particulars. It's almost like you know getting a custom suit versus buying something off the rack. And you really wanna make sure it fits particularly when you're when you're in the distribution and thinking about how to take that money because it's not only how much money but it comes into the the tax ramifications and also in terms of your legacy plan and making sure that it lasts and are you hedging against long-term care risks and all the things that come up when you're when you're thinking about retirement in the retirement
0: years it sounds like with robo advisors and this may be a theme through all of these different pieces of technology that we discussed glenn a lot of it comes down to, okay, these can be great tools if we use them the right way. We don't have to resist technology. More information at our fingertips is a good thing. That robotic you know, advisor, okay, maybe there's an argument to work that in as part of a plan or there are elements that we can use to, to double check or run simulations or scenarios on some of these, you know, automated things. But you really shouldn't just flip a switch over and have no human element involved in this part of the process.
1: Well, no, you're exactly right, Walter. And, and that's exactly what we're saying. It's, it's you know, and like I say, particularly when the, the more variables there are, the more it makes sense to you know to have some human input and to have some human analysis and, and real world thinking.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we've got Google, Robo Advisors, two of the pieces of technology that have kind of changed the landscape and entered the fray of the financial world. What about uh, online calculators? I know that there's you know a calculator for finding out how much home you can afford, your mortgage, and there's retirement calculators out there as well. Do you advise people to utilize those? Uh, rely on them or steer away from using those resources.
1: Well, I wouldn't necessarily say steer away from them, but I would say that you know you want to keep them in the proper context, and you want to you want to use them more more or less as, as giving you a general idea of maybe some things to think about. But again, your your particular you know, situation is going to be different when you're in the retirement years. The one thing that I always hesitate, you know, or I, I ask people to you know to hesitate when they're when they're looking at at the online calculators is is you don't put too much weight in them because, number one, they're they're typically, they have very few variables in them. And and more often than not, then you're going to need more variables to really find out what's right for you. But the other thing is, is that if you put in some information that you think is accurate, but maybe it wasn't entirely what the calculator was asking for, for instance, you know, something simple like, you know, income, you might be thinking about pre-tax income and the other one, and you might be thinking about after-tax income. And if you put those numbers in and you come up with the, hey, the calculator says this, well, it's possible that you could be way off just because, you know the calculator wasn't wasn't specific enough, or the input that you were that you were putting in is not exactly what it was looking for. And sometimes the the directions are not all that great on those things. And so I would say just kind of use them, as, you know, in general to help you get a little bit of guidance and, and a big picture. But when it comes down to making you know absolute decisions, you probably want again you have some uh, human input and think through things and and possibly work with an advisor who knows what they're doing in, in terms of in terms of planning for income and and all those things that come up with, uh, with retirement planning.
0: Well, and Glenn, you then have things like, uh, you know, the do-it-yourself trading platform. So, you know, the E-Trades, the Scott Trades, those kinds of things. I know I, you can log into your Fidelity account and just log your own trades and that sort of thing. Again, it's kind of that hybrid of the Google thing with all this information at your fingertips. Now you can make these trades without having a. I and mean, this has been around for a while. This is nothing necessarily that new. But, you know, you no longer have to go through third parties to make some of your own financial trading decisions. But, Boy, you're putting a lot of uh, a lot of risk on your own shoulders in a lot of these cases.
1: Well, that's right, Walter. And you know, and and again, it depends upon who you are. I mean, there are, there are some do-it-yourselfers out there that are really good, you know, and and they've done a very good job. And typically. More often than not, dang, that skill is you know, acquired through the accumulation years and is really spend some time and learning what they're doing and whatnot. And you know, I've come across you know, a number of folks who are actually pretty good. I also come across some folks who, because I hesitate to say, but sometimes they think they're better than they are. And, and, I, and the reason I say that is, is because if, you know, if, if most of their experience has been in a market that's been advancing and, and, and most everything has been going up. You kind of have a, a different sense of is it you that's being good or is it or you're in a favorable market and the two are not mutually exclusive but I guess I would say that just be cautious about you know you know getting too cocky or getting you know, thinking that you're that you're better than you than you might be it's always a good idea you know to have a little bit you know a little bit of humble nature to things when you're thinking about hey how good am I at doing this and you if you're making that transition to you know, retirement and income planning. Well, now you're entering into a, a different thing that doesn't really have to do with placing trades or, or you know, or any kind of a short-term thing. You're thinking about a long-term. How am I going to draw income through, you know, many, many years, you know, eight decades, literally, you know, and and making sure that money lasts. That's not something that you're going to find, you know, on a on an online trading platform.
0: Yeah, hugely important to remember all these different things. So let me throw one more at you, Glenn. We're going to go back to a more traditional resource. You know, we we have Google. We have so much focus on Internet here that we've been talking about. But still a major player out there are the cable news channels. And now we've even got multiple channels dedicated to not only 24-hour news seven days a week, but 24-7 financial news. I mean, you talk about just packing the day full of all sorts of financial commentary and news that's a lot of hours to fill and I know that that's got to be one of the warning parts for you know kind of absorbing and investing a lot of time into watching some of these cable news financial shows
1: well you're exactly right Walter and you know and it's it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier with Google you know there, there's so much information out there and you see so many people come on sometimes they're commentators sometimes they're sometimes they're traders sometimes they're they portfolio managers there are a lot of different people out there they can be a economists. And you know, the key question that you really have to ask yourself when you're watching those shows, I mean, you know, you gotta remember that anything that's on TV or radio like that, they're able to stay on the air because of, you know, advertising dollars. And so one of the things you have to consider is is that, you know, well, who are they putting on, you know, and you know, and, and what advice are they giving? And then, you know, who's supporting the show? In terms of you know running the ads to keep it on the air, and sometimes they may not have your best interest at heart. You know they they certainly are going to be looking to be you know the the stations or the or the networks are looking to be profitable. The companies that are advertising, the, and sometimes they're at the advertisers are the same companies or or related to the people who are on there you know talking about what they're uh, recommending. And so you just you know not that that's necessarily all bad but you just have to be aware of who are you getting your information from. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it does make sense. So uh, kind of your final thoughts on this discussion, Glenn. I mean, it's hard to view technology as a good thing when it has all of these red flags, but I know that's not the approach to take. I mean, improvement, change, Betterment from a technological standpoint is should be a good thing I guess we just have to take it with its known caveats and red flags
1: well that's just it Walter I mean it's it's like everything else in life there's rarely if ever a silver bullet that's all good right I mean you have pros and cons with virtually anything whether it's financial or any other you know part of your life and so you know the technology is no different you know and then how technology inter- interacts with financial planning you know you just have to be you have to be aware and just realize hey there's a lot more information out there than there ever has been they'll probably be even more in the future and the key question is is that you've got to kind of boil things down and and determine what information that's out there really applies to you in your situation and so you know that's where it really comes into play and and, and having and having an advisor or 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 maybe even a team of advisors that can help you in terms of you know taxes and in terms of how you're positioning things and, and, and do you have any insurance needs do you you know is it all investment needs most people have a, have a combination of what they need. You can really get some good ideas sometimes. And, and again, you want to make sure that, that, hey, does this fit into your overall plan? And you know, and if you're bringing in a new idea or, or a new concept in, you know, again, you want to integrate it rather than just say, OK, well, we're going to just put this in and then it might have unintended consequences with another part of your plan. You have to th- really think in terms of everything needs to be working together in order to have maximum efficiency.
0: Yeah, it's uh, so important to remember all this stuff when it comes to financial planning. So if you have questions about maybe... what's the proper way to utilize technology or i've used lots of online calculators before and i've been poking around but didn't feel like i got the full answers i was seeking or i'm not sure if i can rely on the information and analysis that i got out of doing those things it's worth a conversation with glenn mosseller to look over those things and talk a little bit more about them 336-291-3535 is your number to call to reach glenn that's 336-291-3535 or you can always find him online at Green. Retirement.com. hopefully that's some helpful information on you for today's program the uh, technology always an interesting and changing environment especially when it comes to the financial world thanks so much for tuning in we'll talk to you again next time on the retirement roadmap podcast